This is Isabel and San Dimas, Conversations with Neighbors. This is a podcast to spark conversations among neighbors about happenings in and around San Dimas. I am Isabel in San Dimas, and I'm happy to be one of your neighbors. For today's episode, I wanted to talk about an issue that is important to me. It's something that I'm passionate about. You may or may not remember the No Big Hotel effort that uh, happened about this time last year, 2018, in the fall. Um, And you might have seen some bright orange yard signs popping up around different neighborhoods in San Dimas. So today I have a very, very special guest, my husband, Phil Ebener, who helped me launch this uh, effort. So first, why do I bring this up today? Um, in the next few weeks, sometime in November, early December, um, we expect the city to be either making a decision about the Bonita Cataract lot, or at least we expect some uh, interesting activity going on as far as um, meeting with developers, hearing some proposals. So we wanted to kind of give you some background about what's been going on at the Benita Cataract lot, talk about why we started the No Big Hotel effort, how we got involved, and um, where things are today. Phil, thanks for being on the show. Excited to be here. <laughs> We're here hanging out in our garage <laughs> yeah. recording this podcast. So you know, you grew up in San Dimas, uh, born and raised. Why don't you start by just telling us what do you know about the Bonita Cataract lot? What has it looked like during your lifetime? What have you thought might go in there? Um, just give yeah. us the background. Well, yeah, like you said, I grew up in San Dimas and I lived on Railway and then I lived on 4th Street and on San Dimas Avenue. And now we're back on 4th Street. And that lot, to my memory, has always been empty. I know, I think when I was a, a baby, there were some old houses on there. There might have been a, a gas station and a rental yard. Uh, but to my memory, it's always just been a vacant lot. And I've always wanted downtown San Dimas to be a little bit more vibrant. Um, and as people know in San Dimas, the, there's never really been that much of a, a nightlife or many restaurants or places to hang out on the weekend or in the evenings. And I've always actually seen that lot and wondered, man, why why isn't there anyone doing anything with that lot? There's so much potential there. Yeah, it's such a it's so close to downtown. And you look, especially over the past five plus years, you look at other towns that have really revitalized their downtowns. Uh, I mean, Claremont 10, 15 years ago or more, and then Laverne over the past five years, Monrovia, all these places have great um, restaurants. And so I've always wondered why that that lot has never been developed. But I know there was a, a an ice rink that had wanted to come in at one point, but that never happened. I didn't really know anything about it until last, really last year when we moved back or a few years ago when we moved back and there was the idea of a hotel that was going in. Right. So, well, just to backtrack a little bit about what you said, it sounds like you really feel that this lot, um, with its proximity to downtown, with its size, really has the potential to uh, transform or revitalize, be a part of the revitalization of downtown San Dimas. Um, So yeah, let's 
talk a little bit about, you know, where we're at 2018 last year about this time. So as Phil said, we are now residents in San Dimas and um, we had heard that the city had an exclusive agreement with a developer to build a large national chain four-story Fairfield Inn at the Benita Cataract lot. So I don't know about you listeners, you may or may not agree, but, um, you know, Phil and I thought, that's interesting. There are a lot of other hotel motels in that nearby area within uh, two, two to three blocks. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the other thing is, you know, it's right at the entrance of downtown San Dimas, a four story block of a building in the middle of a parking lot. It's kind of an eyesore. doesn't really have that um, revitalized downtown feel that we were hoping for. So we had already been involved uh, with a few things in the city, going to events and attending council meetings regarding the gold line, just because we were interested in it. Um, so when this issue came up, you know, Phil and I felt comfortable emailing, talking to our council members. And while they were, of course, gracious to listen to us and hear our thoughts and feedback, we felt that they still either didn't take us seriously or or were stuck on this hotel idea and, and that uh, we got the impression that they felt that we were the minority and that most people in San Dimas really wanted to see a hotel in downtown San Dimas. Yeah, I mean, I think they didn't, they were excited that a developer wanted to build anything there. And from their perspective, meaning the city council members' perspectives, they didn't really think anyone had come and and proposed anything else. And so they just thought a hotel would be great. And they were kind of going with that and kind of full steam ahead, ready to approve it. But what we found out later was that when the city had put out requests for proposals, the only proposal they asked for were hotels. So that's why a hotel developer was on the table because that was the only thing they asked for. They didn't ask for restaurants or mixed use development. They were just looking for hotels. Yeah. And there were actually, uh, there had been proposals submitted for more of a community centric uh, development with restaurants and, and retail in the past, but those weren't being passed through Seriously to the city considered. council. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, um, so after we, spoke to our council members, you know, we felt like, well, we're just two people and we feel that there are probably a lot more people in this town who don't want to see a hotel and that the city and the city council ought to know about that. So um, we started just really basic, a little website called nobighotel.com. You can visit it today. Um, we ordered just a handful of orange yard signs, like 20 or so. Mm -hmm. And um, oh, and we had um, like three month old twins at the yeah. time. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we were kind of trying to think of like what would be the most effective way to get our message across and show that there were a lot of people with as little effort as possible. Because like Isabel said, we had three month old twins. And so we went out one weekend and just started knocking on doors close to the to the lot on railway and in the downtown area. What we found out was that a majority of people didn't know that this was being even proposed for that lot. 
Um, and most of the people we spoke with were not in favor of the large hotel. So um, after one weekend of knocking on doors and then getting a bunch of requests on our website, we had to order more signs. There ended up being hundreds of people in San Dimas who wanted a yard sign, put up yard signs in their front yard. Um, people and we ran out of signs. The only reason there weren't more signs up was because we actually ran out and we felt like, okay, there's enough signs that we got our point across. But if we had actually worked even more and we had purchased more signs, there would have been a lot more signs up around town. Um, we There were dozens of people who emailed the city council, hundreds of people who signed an online petition. So um, we went to a couple council meetings, spoke, you know, not just us, you know, other people who felt strongly that they didn't want to see a hotel downtown, came to the meetings and spoke as well. Um, and after, you know, I think two or three times going to the council and, you know, collectively trying to have our voices heard. So in the spring of this year, uh, the city acknowledged that they heard the community and decided to hire a consultant to explore other business options for the vacant lot uh, with a particular focus on food and restaurant uses in lieu of or in addition to a hotel. So that meant a hotel was still on the table, but they really wanted to um, find uh, food and retail uses um, for that lot as well. So fast forward to um, September of this year, 2019. So it's been, what, six, seven months. Um, the city finally received several proposals um, they interviewed three of the finalists for that lot, and now here we are in November, and we're expecting uh, sometime November, hopefully by December, that the city is going to review those proposals either in a closed session or in an open session. Um, that means either privately with just the council or in public with members of the community um, and maybe make a decision to enter into a contract with one of those developers. So, um, you know, as we said in the beginning, this was important to us. You know, Phil has lived here his whole life. He's seen that vacant lot go unused, so much untapped potential. And for me, um, honestly, I think it was us starting a family and having two young children that you know, we envisioned our life here. We envisioned settling down in San Dimas, having them, you know, walk around the neighborhood with us, play in the park, and just wanting something that could benefit our family, benefit the community, bring people together. Um, and so that's that's why we got involved, um, and that's where we're at today. So um, if if you are interested in this story, if you also don't want to see a hotel at Benita and Cataract. Um, I will, of course, keep you updated on this podcast of any upcoming public hearings or city council meetings where you can attend, have your voice heard. Um, you can also go to nobighotel.com, check out um, the website and the updates there. Uh, Phil, is there anything else you want to add? Well, I just am excited to hear what happens with the city because I think as much as a year ago when we started this and when we went to the city council meetings and some of the things I said were just how how I thought this this lot was such a valuable piece of land and I'm sure there would be developers out there that would want to do something more community centric out there. 
as much as I was hopeful that that would happen, I still didn't know for sure if that would happen. But the fact is, is that we have at least three people who have actually submitted proposals that sound more community centric with more restaurants. And so I'm just excited that um, there's potential for something that will actually benefit the city and the community. There is hope. There is hope. Yeah. (laughs) And yeah, I'm, I'm excited for this to move forward. I know San Dimas goes pretty slow with a lot of things, especially with these kinds of developments, but I'm, I'm waiting to hear what happens. Cool. Thanks, Phil. All right. So uh, that's the end of our main topic for today. I have just a couple updates and information about upcoming events. So this past Tuesday, November 12th, I attended the city council meeting. Uh, In particular, I was interested in the public hearing about the proposed housing development on Foothill next to Horse Thief Canyon Park. So for anyone who's interested in that topic, just want to let you know that the council did not shut the proposal down. They voted for a continuance, which means that the um, developer is allowed to continue through their application process. However, there's a really big issue going on here. In order to build their development, they have to have a uh, debris basin that basically will catch any debris that results from uh, natural disasters such as a fire or um, a storm event. Um just because of its location right next to the foothills. Um, in in this public hearing, there's a lot of discussion about where the basin needs to be. Um, the developer made a pretty strong argument that the basin really ought to be built on the park just due to the uh, topography of the land. Um, but obviously, building in the park is a huge deal. There are a lot of stringent laws about using parkland for non-park purposes. So if you and your family uh, frequent Horse Thief Canyon Park, if if this is a topic that interests you, if you live in the area and are concerned about, you know, a, um, a landslide or some sort of natural event, um, this is something that you may want to pay attention to. Before the council approves any sort of building on the park, um, there definitely has to be a public hearing where they have to decide, is this basin in the park something that's good for the community or is this a good just for the developer. So um, stay tuned, especially if this is a topic that interests you. Also an update, the city council voted unanimously five to zero to add the sales tax to the March 2020 ballot. So stay tuned for more information on this. I definitely want to talk about this in an upcoming episode. Um, Anyone interested in running for city council or mayor or anyone who's just interested in local politics in general, we have currently Mr. Emmett Badar, who has pulled papers, which means he's planning to run for mayor. And we also have um, running for city council, current council member John Ebener, um, and two new challengers, David Estrada and Gil Gonzalez. So I'm hoping that some or all of them would want to appear on my show in future weeks so we can get to know them a little bit better. Um, and lastly, I thought um, this would be interesting if if this is something you care about. There's a wildfire town hall meeting 
that is scheduled for Monday, November 18th from 6 to 8. Um, I think it was at Lone Hill Middle School. Um, that's going to be hosted by Senator Portentino and Supervisor Barger uh, to talk about best practices for staying safe um, and preparedness plans by the state, county, and utilities. So um, if you're interested in that, go ahead and attend. Okay, before we go, I just want to share one last quick tidbit. Um, I am a pet lover. We have a dog and a cat. Uh, we love our animals and especially our dog. We love taking her to the dog park. And um, that's why I was interested in the Horse Thief Canyon Park um, issue last week. So anyway, that's it for me. Thanks for joining me today. I am Isabel and San Dimas. If you like the show, feel free to subscribe, leave a review, tell a friend or neighbor. And I always invite you to drop me a line on my website, isabelinsandimas.com. If there's anything you'd like to hear about in a future episode, feel free to comment on this topic page. And I look forward to chatting with you next time. <laughs>